And I guess a similar moment for a poster artist is when you're when you're at a show, regardless of what size it is, like even just a tiniest little show, and you're maybe near the merch table and you see somebody buy your poster and walk out with it with a smile on their face. Yes! That's kind of the same yeah. thing. You're like, all right, you know, that's you know, mission accomplished, you know. True. Yeah. Because my biggest moment as a comedian was an accident. I was working as a stage manager um, and at a small festival here in Chicago. And a, uh, the, the uh, stage uh, or the, the production manager came up to me and said to me, hey, um, would you mind doing some time? I ran out of things to say. I was like, yeah, man, of course, dude. I got you, bud. And then I walked up on the stage and there were like 5,000 people out there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I did not sign up for this. Um, I remember getting up on that stage. And the first thing that went through my head. I've got big shoes on. I've got big shoes on today and i walked up that stage and i was like i'm putting on my big shoes right now i look out i see this crowd i step up to the mic and i do my routine and at the very end of the set uh i wear glasses which is why i'm still working with this light still secondhand talent still secondhand vision still firsthand content um but I used to wear, I was always jealous of people who wore sunglasses. I was like, fuck you. Why not? Why not me? And um, so I, I wore these big ass orange blue blockers over my glasses to make it. To, this is, this is a fact, uh, Ducky. Um, I, I wore these big ass. Not when I wanted to know. Massive orange old lady glass over my face, just so I could look like I was wearing sunglasses. Completely forgot that I was wearing them during this set. And the sun had just gone down, so I took him off and realized I was still wearing another pair of glasses underneath <laughs> them. And, like, the crowd just died. That wasn't even a joke. Well, and I, I remember just standing there and looking out and seeing thousands of people laughing. And I didn't say a word, and I just said, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for writing my last joke for me. Have a great rest of your night. And I walked out. People were right. I was just like, oh, my God. This is real. And, yeah, I like uh, thousands of people laughing at a joke that they wrote for me about me. I was the punchline. Of a, like I would like it was I was like I'm wondering I'm in my head I'm like why are all these people laughing? What like did my pants just drop? What happened? I'm like oh shit I'm wearing two pairs of glasses. Oh my god! <laughs> but that was that moment where like as you're walking off stage and people are chanting like Steiner in the back, like it's like <laughs> even is that like yeah I'm uh I'm looking at uh. The art of Ryan Kerrigan.com. Links you know, in the description. Done, done art for guys like Spafford. I've taken photos of Spafford. Great guys. Um, you know, I'm seeing stuff like Wood Brothers on here, California Honey Drops, bunch of fan art. You've got Joshua Tree Music Festival. 
Let's more, go. More Spafford. This was for their. Did you? Was this for their whole tour? For that, that album? album, yeah, the uh, Sunny Dispositions, I think it was called. Yeah, it was the, yeah, the whole so tour. Spafford's newest one. album. He did the poster for their whole tour, Oregon wow. tour. It looks like you've worked with Spafford. Yeah, kind been, of been a doing lot, quite a lot with Spafford. Yeah, through a fan art show years ago in Vegas. I guess it was maybe, uh, maybe fourteen wow. or sixteen or something like that. And John Rose was there, another fantastic poster artist uh, who did a lot of the early Spafford stuff. And He's like, hey, we should get you got get you doing some posters for Spafford. And I was like, who? You know, I had no one no one had heard of him at that point yet, or I hadn't heard of yeah. him. And he's like, yeah, these, these guys, some friends of mine from Arizona. You know, you should really be working with them. So, 2017 started doing some stuff with them, and yeah, I've been doing some stuff pretty consistently with them. In fact, there's a uh, you know spoiler, we got one coming up too. Ooh, oh man, great. That's <laughs> Drop awesome. here first on secondhand talent. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's how um, I like it. And yeah. this actually brings me kind of right into the next thing that i wanted uh wanted to talk about so this is actually a yeah let segue right here let's what is what's your favorite work thus far i mean like and not in terms of like the size of the gig right like question. that's my favorite gig i've gotten but like down to back when you were doing it for free at applebee's no i'm just kidding about the applebee's but when you were doing it for free <laughs> um what uh what what's your favorite favorite poster you've made so far what do you think is the coolest like if you were to if you were if you were to see it at a thing, you'd be like, "That's that's sick. That's awesome." Well, uh, you know, people ask all the time, like, "What's my favorite piece?" And I always say it's the next one. You know, because it's something I haven't, I haven't experienced yet. You know, uh, but of everything hey. I have, <laughs> but of everything I, I have, that that's awesome. You. But I'm glad you're still going to tell me. <laughs> well, what came to mind as soon as you asked that is a piece that I did uh, when my daughter was born. And um, wow. if, had I known, I'd, I'd had it out so I could show you. It's actually not hanging now either. But it's a did a piece of a, a, of a couple holding this baby, and, and um, I call it welcome. And it ended up becoming the, the uh, what we use as our the birth announcement. Make cards of it and send it wow. to that. Uh, wow. So that, that that's wow. that's definitely up there as far as like one of my very favorite pieces I've ever done. Uh, the piece I did for the uh, <clears throat> for the dads fairly well. Shows at Levi Stadium. Excellent. That's, uh, that yeah. was a pretty fun one too. Yeah. Actually, well, yeah, that one's hanging, but it'd be hard to show you from here. Um, but yeah, it's really uh I've created so much that uh, you know, getting back to what I said first, that, that it's really the next piece is always my favorite one, the one that means the most yeah. to me. Cause I I um because to me, when creating the art, the the experience of actually doing it and seeing seeing it develop in, in front of me is the fun part. You know, that that's that's why I do it, you know um so, i would be I, i'd be doing the art anyway even if i wasn't getting paid to do it or you know, or you know if it wasn't even music posters i'd still be yeah. doing it anyway you know um and it's really yeah. just about the, the fun of the creating of it that uh you know so it's i'm always intrigued by what what's going to come out next so yeah. this guy right here is my favorite of your designs and just before i show this i i need to say i hit ryan up on my birthday last year and asked him if he was doing a happy fish, uh, which is what I want to ask him about. And I'll explain what that is in just a minute. Um, and I asked him if he was going to do a happy fish for Jones Beach. This is the first time I was ever seeing fish on my birthday. And he said, no. He said, but. He said, but I'll do you one bet. <laughs> I will stream the show and draw a happy fish for you. It won't be pinned. It won't be printed. It's yours. And it's yours. 
it, it was great just to be received so gracefully by someone who I admire so much. And um, the happy fish looks kind of like this. It's a little happy fish. This one, to me, is uniquely special because it is from Wrigley Field. And that is the year later that year because of Ryan's happy fish. The Cubs won the World Series for the first time since <laughs> 1908. Where did the happy fish come from? I've always wondered, and I've never had the opportunity to ask. Well, this actually goes all the way back to high school, too. And uh, ironically, not an art teacher. It was a creative writing teacher, Joe Sullivan. And he had us do, uh, we were working on poetry, I think it was, and he had us do visual poems, or maybe he had at least me do it because he knew I was into art. And we had to do uh, take words and form them into the shape of images that was that word, right? And uh, I just thought that was the coolest thing. I never thought about doing that before. And I just, just kind of started doing it as doodles on things, you know, throughout the rest of high school. And um, just kind of always had in my mind that that was just something that was cool, cool to do, you know, like, uh, you know, banana in the shape of a banana, right? The word banana. You know, yeah. Like so, uh, Shout out money. It always, it always just kind of uh, never really found its way into my into my artwork other than just doodling and stuff. But then it was in 2009, I believe it was, where I wanted to do a poster. I'd been doing a bunch of bunch of fish stuff for, for years, you know, art, fan art stuff on the lot and um, decided to tackle it in this in this way. So I wanted to do a fish with the with the word in it, you know, similar to the way the logo is, but not not so straight straight ahead as that. And uh, not a no, no. Not a no, 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 very much a yes, yes. And uh, so for the, I, I believe <laughs> it was, know, Worcester, you know. I believe it was Worcester 09. I, I did a poster like that. And um, Worcester. might have been, yeah, or yeah, I think that's what it was. And uh, my mom actually saw it and she's like, you know what, that's that's really cool. You ought to, you ought to do a lot more. You ought to do that a lot. And I was like, okay, I will. <laughs> and then so the, uh, it was, I think it was 2011. Um, I did one for every show on the tour because I figured I was going out on tour. I might as well just do one for every show. And um, people really dug them. And that's what that's when the whole pin craze was starting too. And uh, somebody approached yes, me sir. about doing somebody approached me about doing pins. And they're like, uh, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything about pins or even how to do them or whatever. And he's like, well, you've already designed them. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, all those happy fish you just all those. Well, I, I don't think I, I don't know if I was calling them happy fish or not yet. But he's like, yeah, all those fish you just did. Those would be great pins. And uh, so we did. And that was 2011. I did uh, like all 24 venues or whatever it was. And did 24 happy fish pins. And that's just kind of the, the the pin portion of the whole happy fish thing has just gone on and on and on. I think I've done 160 of them now, different venues. <laughs> I'm like that. It's, it's kind of absurd, but uh, but yeah, fun too at the same lot. time. So, so that was the so, whole start of the happy fish thing. And... One of the things that I really love about what you do is that one of the things you create in addition to prints, well, two things you create. One, coloring books. And I love, and correct me if I'm wrong, but that being the perspective of an artist who says, let's teach this generation about how to color. Let's teach them. This is my interpretation of it. But producing that material, it's like, yes, I'm creating a design. But I want you to put your vision into it. Is that kind of where that comes from? Partially, yeah. Yeah, to be able to uh, share my artwork in a more interactive way where 
you have to be involved as well. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's uh, with the coloring book. It was really cool that uh, I have one. Nice. I have colored it. Good. Uh, I, uh, I've colored some of it. Justina's colored some of it. My, very my, nice. nie- my nieces have colored some of it. We, it's a it's family nice. affair. Have I ever explained the, the game of it to you? No. So they're, they're, they're on both sides of the page, right? So if you and I sat down at a table, we would put the book in between us. You would work on yours as I work on mine. And whenever either one of us says switch, no questions asked, you switch the book around. Oh, keep working on that one. And you keep going like that until, until you deem them. Wow. I, so, yeah, so, so it becomes a collaborative effort between whoever you're working with, as well as myself. Who, you know, I wouldn't be there, but you guys, you know. And the other, the other part of it, of your art that I love the most is the way that you so freely give away your, you know, not give away, but let into the wild your original art. Um, to me, that is the hallmark of an artist that is in tune with their community that is in tune with their fan base. You know, we've spoken with Caleb Williamson. We've spoken with Justin Hampton. You know, these are people who allow their OGs to be in the wild because they know that people like myself and like Ducky appreciate it so much. And, you know, I know you did the happy fish with the names and Justin and I each got one of those, but this piece right here is one of the most prized pieces in my collection because it's not an addition. It's a series and numbers always get added. Yeah. So this is a, uh, this is actually a call back to something we already spoke about with uh, going back to Meltdown in Japan. Uh, so they had us do, I mentioned, I did the, the well, real quick. Do you want, do you want to explain what, 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 what that is? I wanted to give you I, the opportunity. I'll get there. I believe when he said as a callback to earlier, he was foreshadowing that it was going to circle back well, around until as now. a former English you small teacher, brain comedian, as there, a we, former English teacher, there's a reason it's former. <laughs> Okay. English in Israel. No, I'm just kidding. So Meltone, who the band I met at High Sierra, did a CD release party poster for them. Poster went really well. Is that that October? And they got back in touch with me. They're like, "Hey, you know that that did do really well. Why don't you, why don't you guys come over here and come see us in Japan?" And I was like, "Well, we never we never been to Japan, so like, well, okay, yeah, we'll do that." Went over there, toured around with them a little bit, saw the shows over there, and while there, spoke to a couple different uh, gallery owners and uh set up shows for the next time i was going to be in japan like art exhibitions and uh so set went up for the following that that was november that we went the first time november of 05 so set up a show for april of 06 and uh march of 06 and, and then uh butterfly in japan one way of, of one term for butterfly is chocho and, and the number 55 which is my wife's favorite number that's why a whole other side tangent most of my uh, a lot of my poster work is numbered fifty five, and that's because of because of her. That's her. Oh, I know, I've noticed number. that actually. That's, yeah. that's, that's really cool. Okay. Cool. That's I sweet. didn't know that. Yep. So, and then the number fifty five in Japanese is go go, or five is go. So go go. So it was the go go cho cho show. That was my art. Show. <laughs> the the go go cho cho show. Yeah. So uh, that was just funny to hear people in Japan say that. <laughs> I did fifty five original butterflies in the shadow box boxes so it was kind of like you know kind of like you'd see you know an actual butterfly when they pin them in there and stuff you know but no butterflies were harmed in mine um took those 55 over there and they were all numbered just one through 55 not like like you said not out of some not one of 55 just number one number two number three and on um because i kind of have a feeling that those 55 i would sell in japan 
and then I'd come home and do more if it, if they went well. Um, and they did. So I just kind of kept on going. I, I, I'm sorry, 295 right here. 295, uh, nice. 292, actually. It's a, there it's, you go. It's a good. I don't know how far that series actually got up to, but yeah, I, I was doing like <laughs> batches. Uh, at the first 6, batch was fifty thousand. <laughs> first batch was fifty-five, and then I was doing like a dozen at a time. Does yours say on the back uh, a city or, or anything on there? Because it might say where where it was originally released. I, I did that on a lot of them. No, but it does nope. go okay. to show just how far. Art of Ryan Kerrigan, you're gonna love that. You, you want a throwback, buddy? <laughs> okay. June seventeen. There we go. Nice. No, no, no place. No, 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 no man in no man's land, right there. Yeah. <laughs> but so that's why I started doing those. Um, and then, like you mentioned, there there are a couple other projects, like the Mandala project, and and the, uh, um, and then well, the, the other offshoot of the happy the person the, the personalized happy fish. The personalized yeah, that was a, that was a pandemic too. thing. Uh, the whole idea of being in a school of fish. You know how we're all in the same school, sort of thing. Um, but all of those, all of those non-gig projects, kind of arrived from uh, not not burnout, but kind of getting frustrated from uh, having so many gigs, or so much of my work have these parameters of having to have a band name on it, having to have a, a date on it, having a yeah. deadline, having you know all these things that had to be part of uh, that are you know essentially so part that- of a part of doing a gig poster. So. That's actually a great note that I would love to tie this up on because I've been wondering this as a comedian. You're never done writing the joke. The joke always evolves. You you, you always think, ooh, I tweak that just this little bit and it would make it that much better. Or, oh, what if I added this line for that other, right? Sometimes it's hard to look at old posters because the first thing I'll, my eye will go right to the point where like, you know what I should have done right there? Yeah, right. <laughs> or, you know, so, you know what I could add right there? <laughs> exactly. So what I would post to you is this is kind of our like closing final thought, right? Not, is there a project that you would revisit? But rather, is there a moment you would revisit in your artistic journey? Hmm. In what sense? In the sense of kind of like how, you know, what I felt, you know, like when the people were cheering my name walking on stage or, you know, when people see Ducky's photos and go like, whoa. Or when people, you know, see your stuff, that moment where like you had that. Who needs the return? I'm the back. You know, that 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 moment of just like self-definition where you really like I'm not talking about anything we spoke about earlier with where you started or, you know, what you're doing now or happy fish or original art. But like if you could pinpoint a specific moment that made you and your soul and your heart feel like I've I've really accomplished something. I think that moment is right now, you know, I'm gonna hang out with you guys and i'm gonna pick up a pen and start drawing you know that that's why i've done everything that i've done because i get to do it today yeah. <laughs> you know man yeah <laughs> what, a, wow. what a, 
what a humbling and, and, and beautiful response. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much. I, this is, this has truly been a, a phenomenal interview. I cannot yeah. thank you enough for giving me this fanboy moment and being on the program. <laughs> uh, we hope to have you back sometime soon. Um, thank you so much. For Ducky, I am Steiner. This was an interview with Ryan Kerrigan. We are secondhand talent family. Thank you. We love you. All right, man. Bye. Thank you.